Hey guys, welcome to the Junto Podcast. We are at episode 19, and today I am with my brother Steve Soto, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about psychology and faith and how we believe they uh, complement each other. And uh, for those of you who may not know my brother Steve, he's currently uh, in school to be a, a LPC. You're a counselor, essentially. Uh, in addition, well, you're also going to be doing some criminal justice type yes, stuff. Yes, uh, majoring in psychology with a focus on cognitive behavioral therapy with a minor in uh, criminal justice. Perfect. So that sets us up for today. We share a passion. I've had some certifications in Bible counseling and done counseling myself, mm-hmm. as have you. So that's really where we're coming from today. We hope you enjoy this conversation on psychology and faith. So tell me, how are you? What do you think about this topic? And uh, what are your thoughts? Well, you know... It's been, uh, I really enjoy the topic, you know, and it just amazes me how, uh, like you mentioned just a minute ago, how, you know, how it really does uh, uh, interact and how it's intertwined with, with our faith, you know. It's something that we don't often think about, you know, too often, um, but the reality of it is it just, uh, you know, I think we had talked a bit, little bit about this uh, prior to the uh, actual podcast, is, is, is it, it, it confirms what you know what the word already says about you know about all of us you know yeah yeah uh, in different areas uh, of life yeah you know so it's um it's definitely uh, uh something worth looking into learning a little bit more about you know because you know you certainly learn a lot about yourself yeah you know and things like that so it's uh definitely one of those things that yeah yeah i agree man and uh, the reason Steve and I, my brother, really spoke uh, or chose this topic is because, for one, we both come from a pastoral perspective. I, I'm currently a pastor. You pastored and still pastor now off and on, but you had your own church for many years. And uh, in addition to that, we both share uh, a love for psychology. You're currently working on uh, your degree to become a a, a counselor a yeah, counselor right. a clin- clinical therapist and a minor in criminal justice so it's uh it's really interesting and uh, and i think that the platform you know that uh, uh, uh like jeremy mentioned you know we're at, from a pastoral point of view you know we're, we're constantly meeting uh hurting people yeah you know uh however there's always uh, a little bit more you know, uh, of a dynamic that you, that you can add to, not not add to the Word of God, but confirm the Word of God yeah. through, you know, what is already there through science. You know, yeah. because people want answers. They want they want uh, they want real answers because often sometimes you know, from the pulpit, the perspective of the pulpit, you know, we preach and 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 we give the Word of God, but you know, when you're you're one on one with somebody else, you can um, elaborate a little bit more wow. and give some. Um, give some 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 substantive answers to yeah. to not just given a word but uh how to steps per yeah. se you know and i think it's really helpful you know uh like i said we have a hurting world uh, a lot of people need some help you know whether they're struggling with depression i know anxiety you know yeah. and uh just some things like that that people you know we all are looking for ways to be able to alleviate you know the stressors uh of, of life so I, absolutely I, I was fortunate enough to to obtain a, a biblical counseling certification through Light University, which is a, a part of the American Association of Christian Counselors. But really, through through a through reading scripture, but also learning uh, about the mind, how the mind works, how people are. I, I, 
I don't know how people can think that science and faith can't mix because what it did in these studies for me, A, it reaffirmed how broken we are as Absolutely. people and yes. how how in need of a Savior we are. So from a faith perspective, that really just reaffirmed my faith. But then also learning about the human mind uh, and how the human mind works, how healing works, how people are different and they whether it's something they're grieving over or, uh, you know, how people grieve, uh, even even uh, learning about topics such as divorce. And we know that when you talk about divorce, in some cases, in, in most cases, they equate divorce to death right. because it, it hurts that bad. Absolutely. So through a counseling, learning about these counseling concepts and then learning about psychology, how that works, man, we just... We wanted to share with you guys how we felt, uh, and hopefully this will maybe reaffirm your faith, uh, or at the very least, we can present an idea that we don't believe psychology and faith are at odds. At least there are certain areas of overlap uh, in in the least. For sure. You know, you mentioned uh, uh, how healing works in the mind, and uh, it it reminds me of uh, one of the one of the people that I like to uh, watch and a lot of the books that, that I read from her, and it's uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf. And, uh, you know, she talks about that. She's a neurological scientist is what she is. And she talks about, you know, the mind and how thoughts, um, they grow in our minds and how you have the ability to, to change uh, those thoughts through what we download per se into our minds you know wow and what 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 we allow to enter into our minds really does have uh uh an effect in in our lives and 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 in our in our minds how we think and then how we behave yeah and you know which leads to you know uh uh uh, other things in life you know so it's it it how it all connects it's just uh it's amazing you know she explains how thoughts you know they grow like a tree and depending on the content of, you know, again, what's going into our minds, if it's something positive and something's going to take us forward, something that's going to, um, you know, help us out in life, you know, it, it grows uh, exactly like a tree does. And the opposite is true. If, if the content that we're receiving or allowing into our minds, you know, there's still real estate that's being taken up. Right. But it's it isn't anything that's going to help us in the way of healing yeah. or anything else and wow. it has that opposite effect so yeah. you know from a neurological point of view from her point of view and how we're able to, you know to to change those different uh, or change those thoughts through what content we allow in it's wow. it's just amazing it, it it's it's so amazing i think that we uh, don't even really fully understand the power of the mind. Think about that. You know, they say that we only really access about 10% of our brain power. I don't know Isn't the exact right? number, but, right. but, but it does go to show that how much of what we're dealing with is, uh, man, is in the mind. And we always, we always talk about that uh, in church, the power of the mind, the power of the thought. You know, what, what thoughts are you letting create uh, a foundation in your headspace, you know what I mean? Because what you give thought to or what you spend your thoughts on, that's what's going to develop in your own life, right? If you're thinking positive things. You know, you mentioned Caroline Leaf, and I'm familiar with some of her work, but one thing uh, that I know that we tend to do as a people is 
we talk uh, what what is called negative self-talk, mm-hmm. negative self-speak, right? Right, right. And you would think something so what 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 would seem to be common sense uh, that we would be able to master, but uh, but we as humans tend to to lean towards that pessimistic side at times, and it it's actually learning that has to take place to learn how to speak positively Absolutely. into yourself or to reaffirm your faith and to say, you know what, I am a child of God. I know that God loves me. I know that I'm chosen, and that's why. For me, it all comes back to those gospel principles, but the importance of, of you know, reinforcing that, man. And, and that's why I think it's important not only from a spiritual and church perspective, but, but also knowing the mind. And Absolutely. that's why this is important. Absolutely. And I think you hit the nail right on the head, you know, uh, with the content that's going into our minds, building a foundation. You know, uh, I like that because the Bible would call that strongholds. We yeah. build strongholds in our mind, yeah. which is a foundation. And those foundations that are built, you know, are built through what we allow into our minds and continue to, uh, uh, our behaviors continue to reinforce wow. those thoughts, wow. you know, and through that reinforcement, it builds that foundation, wow. whether it's good or or, or whether it's positive or negative, it's going to build a foundation. Exactly. So you're exactly right. We have to be careful what, you know, what content we're allowing in. You know, if you can think of uh, think of the think of your mind as a as a computer, you know, and the computer has a, a hard drive, you know, be in our brain, right. and depending on what content you allow on a computer, you can surf the internet and you can go to certain websites or whatnot, and you know, whatever whatever's downloaded off into the computer could cause it to bog up, it causes it to run slower, yeah. it causes all kinds of different things, wow. and so it is in our minds. You know, uh, we download certain information that is there it's stored there in our subconscious wow and i think that that's one of the things there uh that you hit ahead on that we you know as far as speaking words and stuff is once once you know we hear those things over and over through repetition and they have the uh, opportunities to build that foundation and without even thinking we start speaking those things yes. you know and the way that we can we are able to just like in the computer you know once you uh have those uh start having those hiccups in your in your hard drive you have to have an outside source you know back you know 10 15 20 years ago you would have to take your computer to a store and they would use a um, a program and they would insert it into the computer to to clean the hard drive Absolutely. all right well you know the same thing with our mind you know we have to clean out those kinds of thoughts that are hurting our you know the way that we live the way that we act the way that we respond to others you know and the way that happens is is through the content of the Word of God and allowing the wow. Holy Spirit yeah. to uh, clean up the, the, the negative content. That's you know, it. Leave the negative content out and just continue to fill up with His good Word. Because you know the Word says, the Bible says, to think, He says, to think on these things. That's it. Whatever, it whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is good. Yes. And allow those thoughts to begin to take root and to build a foundation wow. in, in, in our minds so that we could... Um, experience you know the goodness and the fullness of 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 the word of god absolutely man and it really does it it goes back to that you know 
uh, understanding a little bit about how the brain works. You know, for instance, we, we know that through the study of psychology that the human brain isn't even fully developed until, you know, someone is 25 or 26 isn't years that old. Amazing? And how critical is knowing that, you know, right when we're, when we're leading the next generation, when we're dealing even in our own families and raising our own children. It's important to know these concepts and to be able to, um, you know, lead and guide with that understanding. But I, I think a couple of things you said are really, really good here as well, because it, it, you're exactly right. You know, when we're talking and dealing with, let's say, loss, you know, we, we're coming out of the hardest loss uh, of our life. You Absolutely. know, we lost our dad. If you listened to episode 18 last week, you you know a little bit about our loss. And I won't you know, I won't go back into all the details of that, but as it relates to what we're talking about today, which is the the importance uh, or how we believe psychology and faith really in, in, in many ways or in many areas, they don't battle with each other. Absolutely and, not. And understanding the mind, but applying the spiritual precepts and concepts that we know to our lives Man, I know that it has just carried me, and I know it's carried you through this loss. Absolutely, and we're still, we're still, we're still working all of that out. The emotions, the what the mind tells you, how yes. uh, how the mind, uh, the body's going to listen to the mind, right? In other words, if you're down and if you're thinking on those thoughts, uh, if you're questioning why, 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 guess what? Your body's going to respond. Absolutely. The anxiety that we are witnessing as a society, even our young people right now, man, oh, yes. it's because so much of their time and life is spent thinking and they have a visual that we didn't have when we were growing up through yes. social media. So they're comparing themselves. They're they're seeing the highlight reels of people's lives, and their psychology, their mind is being affected by that. And I think that's why our faith is even more crucial now than it's ever been. Absolutely. And you know, you're talking about the mind and and, and psychology and stuff like that. And I think through, as Jeremy mentioned, you know, we're we're right now going through the biggest life adjustment uh, through the loss of our father, uh, our earthly father. And, you know, I think that one of the biggest things that, that I have learned to, to apply is simply, you know, where, you know, when the Lord talks about not to worry about tomorrow, but today is, you know, sufficient, you know, uh, today's problems are sufficient for their own, you know. And I, I think that now we're just, we're living that out because thinking too far ahead in the future about events that haven't happened, have not happened yet, you know, it bogs us up, and then we begin, like you said, uh, we begin we begin to ruminate on those things, and and our body is going to follow those thoughts, you know. And then if we get stuck, you know, and, and thinking about those things, you know, when uh, coulda, shoulda, wouldas, you know, it's it's a dangerous neighborhood to live in, you know. Uh, so we can't live too far in the future about events that haven't happened, but we can't be stuck at the same time on the coulda, shoulda, woulda's in the past because there's nothing we can do about that either. That's right. But what we do have control over is to stay focused on on the moment, in the moment, the yeah. here and now. You know, I think we had mentioned this to you before about a, a, a therapy. It's called uh, mindfulness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those things that help us 
to be able to not be stuck in the future and worrying about those things that haven't yet happened and not be stuck in the past either, but to be able to enjoy the moment, enjoy mm. your children now, enjoy your spouse, enjoy your, you know, whatever career you might be in. If it's a career, great. If it's a job, enjoy it now, you know, because um, the word really is true when it says, you know what? We, sh we don't need to worry about tomorrow because we're only given today. That's it. You know, and if we're too worried and wrapped up about what's going on tomorrow or stuck in the past, you know, worried about then, how are we really able to enjoy our moment? In fact, I believe what it does is it robs our life. It robs our joy wow. from what is currently happening because exactly. we're so focused on other things that we're missing the here and now. Wow. That's powerful. And you're exactly right. And, you know, these concepts uh, are crucial, uh, and I think we're lucky to have this this knowledge. Uh, and that's a very good point about this mindfulness, because if we really break anxiety down, depression, a lot of people are depressed because of the past. You know, they can't get a certain uh, event or a certain thought or a certain thing out of their mind yes. that has already occurred. Or maybe, you know, they're experiencing it because they have anxiety about their future. Where right. am I going to go right. if for single people? Am I going to get married, uh, you know, meet someone and get married? Am I going to have kids? I'm, I'm ready. And you're right. Being in that moment, uh, but not only being in that moment, but learning how to be grateful yes. for what God has you at right now. I think absolutely. that is absolutely critical. And uh, we just wanted to spend a little bit of time this afternoon uh, breaking this down. And we hope that you've gotten something out of it. You want to keep going or is that about good? Well, well, let me give you an example. You know, we've yeah. talked a little bit about the about a therapeutic, uh, uh, a, a therapy called mindfulness. But, you know, in the Word of God, Jesus gives us a perfect example when the two thieves were on the cross. Wow. All right, and I don't know if too many people have made this connection or not, but... You know, he had one on the left and one on the right. And the one on the left, you know, said, you know, that he didn't believe that he was the son of God because, you know, he, he, he said to himself, how could I be, you know, I'm a sinner, you know. So he was stuck in the past of and caught up in the things that he had done and said that he deserved to be on the cross. Uh -huh. And the guy on the right hand side uh, said, remember me, Lord, when when you go into your kingdom. So he was thinking about the future. But what's so important is that Jesus, while on the cross, brought this to right now. He said, today wow. you would be with me, me in paradise. paradise. Wow. So he brought it to the moment, mm. not to think about the future or to be hung up in the past of what things have happened. But today, right wow. now, is something that, you know, that you can enjoy. Yeah. And another example was when... Um, uh, 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 when he says today, sal salvation has come to your house today. Wow. So that brings it again yes. to the moment. That's it. So we can see clearly the correlation between, you know, how psychology and, and the, um, the, uh, and mindfulness helps us to think about today. But Jesus gives those examples in his word that, hey, today, enjoy it right now. Man, powerful, powerful. You know, we could go on about how psychology and faith, how there are so many. Uh, similarities or how you can utilize both to complement each other because I believe that they sincerely do but hopefully you got something out of this uh, we'll be getting together again for Absolutely. another conversation about psychology and faith again thank you for joining us on episode 19 of the Junto podcast and you guys be blessed we'll see you next week God bless